From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. Tis Graham VK4BB here with the national news for week commencing May 23. What have we got in the news? Well, actually I don't know because I haven't heard it yet. But buckle up because I'm sure there's lots that will interest you. Again this week, we don't have our scheduled director with his board report, but we do have WIA secretary with a look at satellites and the WIA. We've also got Jason. Bruce is back from a long trip around Australia with special interest group news. We'll also hear from Chris Chapman, all up and coming in this edition of news from the WIA. The second meeting of the APT Conference Preparatory Group for the World Radio Conference 2023, to be known as APG 23-2, was held virtually online from 19 to 23 April. The meeting was organised by the Asia-Pacific Telecommunity, the APT. More than 700 people were registered from 26 APT members, associate members, affiliate members and international organisations, including IARU Region 3. In the opening and plenary session, around 500 people were on the Zoom screen. The chairman of IARU Region 3 directors, Wisnu Wijaja, and the Secretary of IARU Region 3, Shizu Endu, attended the meeting as representatives of Region 3. Region 3 directors, Ken Yamamoto and Don Wallace, along with Dale Hughes of the Wireless Institute of Australia, attended as members of their administration's delegations. It was advised that VU2UR, Manaha Arasu, former monitoring manager for Region 3, became silent key on April 28 due to COVID. He was a life member of Amateur Radio Society of India, the ARSI, and was the frequency monitor for several years, filing intrusion reports with the IARU Region 3 representing ARSI. He was certainly well known in amateur circles and had won more than 1,200 certificates and plaques and received recognition from organisations across the globe. The IARU Region 3 newsletter has bid farewell to editor Peter, VK3MV, who, for health reasons, has had to retire from his IARU roles. Thanks for a job well done, Peter. Don Wallace, ZL2TLL Director, IARU Region 3, has stepped up and is the new editor. On news not just for we amateurs... A manufacturer here in Brisbane, Australia, is claiming to have created an aluminium iron battery with a charging speed as much as 60 times faster than that of top quality lithium iron cells. The company, Graphene Manufacturing Group, also says the newly developed aluminium iron coin cell is capable of holding three times the energy of other aluminium based cells. The batteries are said to last three times longer than the lithium iron variety. This development relies on nanotechnology developed at the University of Queensland, according to a recent article in Forbes magazine. The battery was created by inserting aluminium atoms into perforations made in graphene planes. Also in Brisbane, Griffith University researchers, working alongside a US team of scientists, have developed an antiviral treatment that cut the COVID-19 viral load in infected mice by 99.9%. 
the breakthrough nanoparticle treatment could be available as early as 2023, depending on the next phase of clinical trials. Again, like that incredible battery research and COVID vaccine trials conducted by UQ, this team of scientists from the Menzies Health Institute Queensland at Brisbane's Griffith University are leading the way throughout the world. Back in the USA, US Chief Medical Advisor Anthony Futsi has pointed out that while we now have coronavirus vaccines, there has been a lack of targeted treatments for the virus. This is really one of the first cabs off the rank in terms of a direct therapeutic, so we are really excited, the professor said. The breakthrough also raises hopes that future pandemics will be less devastating, as the treatment is designed to work on all beta coronaviruses. And speaking of coronavirus, remember, WIA National News and your three W's, wash your hands, wear your mask, watch your distance. At its most recent meeting, the board of the Wireless Institute of Australia adopted a policy on support for amateur satellite applications. The draft policy document had been published on the WIA website for several weeks and the board took into consideration submissions received. The purpose of this policy document is to provide some guidance to the WIA executive on making decisions when approached by organisations seeking WIA support or endorsement for their satellite mission and agreement for the use of amateur service frequency allocations for operation of satellites and associated ground control stations. As listeners are well aware, the Wireless Institute of Australia is the National Society of Radio Amateurs in Australia. The WIA is recognised by the International Amateur Radio Union and International Confederation of National Amateur Radio Organisations as the sole Australian amateur radio peak body. The IARU require the endorsement of the national body for any satellite project seeking to utilise service frequency allocations. The WIA has already provided support for the BNAR-1 satellite program initiated by the Space Science and Technology Centre of Curtin University. BNAR-1 is due to be launched this August. Tentative approval has also been given to CSIRO-SAT the CSIRO's satellite program. It was agreed that when considering an application for an amateur satellite service, request that it was important to follow certain guidelines before approval would be given. If the mission is seen to meet these requirements and it is in the general interests of the amateur service and the WIA, support and endorsement of the proposed mission may be given. Otherwise, it should be withheld. The Board of the WIA wish to thank contributions in drafting this policy document, especially the contributions of Dale, VK1DSH. Read a summary of the policy document on the WIA news page and follow a link to the full satellite policy document. This has been WIA Secretary Peter, VK8ZZ. Now, international news with Jason, Victor Kilo 2, Lima Alpha Whiskey. Hello, and we begin this week with a story about a spy in every embassy. The intelligence coup of the century, the extraordinary story of the longest-running and most successful secret intelligence operation of the 20th century. For more than half a century, governments all over the world trusted a single company, 
Swiss-based crypto AG to keep the communications of their spies, soldiers and diplomats secret. But what none of its customers ever knew was that Crypto AG was owned for over 20 Cold War years by the CIA in partnership with the BND, the German Intelligence Service. Crypto AG's own secret was only cracked last year in a combined investigation by German ZDF Television, Swiss SRF and the Washington Post. A spy in every embassy is the story of the story presented by German intelligence journalist Peter F. Muller, who produced last year's television program for ZDF, and British journalist David Ridd. An audio program considers the collateral damage of deception on a grand scale and is available in the BBC archives. Just Google BBC Radio 4, a spy in every embassy, or click the link we like in this week's WIA National News Script. With news from Region 1, Netherlands Amateur Radio Society Veron has released a summary of the results of its 2021 member survey. A survey with a confidence level of the results being 99%, with a margin of error of just 3%. 52% of the members indicate that they're regularly or often engaging in self-construction. Sadly, and one might suspect we and VK are in the same boat... The 2021 Interest Survey asked whether members participate in youth activities. An overwhelming majority, almost 72%, say they never organise or participate in youth activities. In the Netherlands, as elsewhere in the world, ham radio is still unknown to the general public and is often associated with on-air piracy. Unknown makes unloved. Veron have asked members to make sure that our hobby is positively in the news. With some eight production units in Finland, Estonia and Russia, we supply wood is quite well known to our Region 1 friends. Now, WESA is about to be known globally thanks to the WESA Woodsat project, a satellite about to be sent into orbit by year's end. Although we've mentioned this unique PR project from WISA previously on WIA National News, more information is being revealed, including its ability to extend a selfie stick to capture photographs of the wooden box as it hurdles through space at 40,000 kilometres per hour. This will allow the mission leaders to monitor the impact of the environment on the plywood. The satellite would downlink its telemetry and images from two cameras using amateur radio frequencies. Scientists at the Skolkovo Institute of Science and Technology and their colleagues from the University of Graz and the Kanzelho Observatory in Austria, along with the European Space Operations Centre, have developed a method and software called Resonance to predict the solar radio flux activity for one to 24 months ahead. Resonance will serve to improve the specification of satellite orbits, re-entry services, modelling of space debris evolution and collision avoidance manoeuvres. The research results were published in a high-profile astrophysical journal supplement series. News from Region 3. Well, this story, although originating from Region 3, actually takes us on an intergalactic ride. The United States now has company on Mars. 
A Chinese spacecraft descended through the thin Martian atmosphere and landed safely on a large plane on 14th of May, accomplishing a feat that only two other nations had before. The Tianwen-1 mission launched from Region 3 here on Mother Earth last July consists of an orbiter, a lander and a rover. Japan announces a ward. The Japan International DX Meeting, JIDXM, has designated the 2020 VP2VB Danny Wheel Memorial D-Expedition as the recipient of the 2020 D-Expedition of the Year Award. The D-Expedition was organised to bring the story of amateur radio D-Expedition pioneer Danny Wheel, Victor Papa 2, Victor Bravo, to today's amateur radio community. The VP2VB Yasmi Memorial Expedition Team, during its 2020D expedition, focused on low bands to Japan and Europe and skillfully utilised CW, FT4 and FT8, achieving more than 5,000 contacts on 160 and 80 metres. The JIDXMD Expedition of the Year Award is conferred on teams and individuals, making an outstanding contribution to the DX community. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason VK2LAW. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. CQ Worldwide CWWPX Contest next weekend, May 29.30. VK Shires, June 12.13. New Zealand Straight Key Night. Yes, it's the time to warm up your straight key as the winter solstice approaches. One of the nice things about the winter edition is that it is an hour earlier than the summer event, so you get better propagation, and you do not have to stay up too late. New Zealand Straight Key Night is a casual CW contest, running for just one hour, 8 to 9pm on Sunday, 13 June. If you have questions, please contact ZR1NZ at skn at maritimeradio.org. SKN is supported by MaritimeRadio.org, celebrating New Zealand's radio communications history. Winter VHF UHF Field Days, June 26-27. IAAU HF World Championship, July 10-11. Trans-Tasman Low Band Contest. Next contest, July 17, and has the aim of encouraging low band activity between VK and ZL on 160, 80 and 40 metres using SSB, CW and RITI or PSK. RD or Remembrance Day Contest will be August 14-15. Alara Contest. Phone and CW run over 24 hours starting Saturday 29th of August at 0600 hours UTC, finishing Sunday 29th of August at 0559 hours UTC. DX Window. The RAF is flying high to celebrate its 100 years, which took place back on March 31. The Royal Australian Air Force call signs are VI-100AF ending May 29, VK-100AF ends August 31. VI-50SG is QRV until December 31, commemorating 50 years of the St George Amateur Radio Society in New South Wales. QSL via the Bureau. AX4WIT Early news of this station 
for it's just about once a year day. January 26, which is Australia Day and is a Wednesday next year, Council Club will activate from their annual campout, Blue Water Way. Blue Water, for the uninitiated, is about 30 kilometres from Townsville CPD. USS Squalus sank in the Gulf of Maine on the 23rd of May 1939. 26 of its crew were lost, but miraculously, 33 others were saved. The Maine Ham Radio Society have been honouring the Squalus and her crew with a special Remember the Squalus event on the 82nd anniversary of this tragic accident, today, Sunday, May 23, using the call sign W1S. Spain. QRP is AN5 ITU until this Sunday, May 23, celebrating the 76th anniversary of the ITU. Activities on the HF and VHF UHF bands and satellite QO100 using CWSSB RITI and other digital modes. QSL direct to EB5R. Antarctica operation. Alexi is active as RI01ANT from Antarctica until month's end, May 30, from Russian Progress and Vostok-based stations. On 40 metres and high using CWNFT8, QSL via RX6A. Peru. OC200P has been QRV during May celebrating the bicentennial of the independence of the Republic of Peru. Activity on 80 to 10 metres using SSB and FT8. QSL via LOTW. Spanish Special Event AM5IP will be on the air May 28th and June 6th. A special QSL commemorating this, the 170th anniversary of the birth of Isaac Peral, Spanish scientist, sailor and military man, Lieutenant in the Navy and inventor of the first torpedo submarine known as the Peral Submarine. Operations will be on all bands and modes, including DMR, D-Star and C4FM, to give non-HF operators the opportunity to get the special QSL. QSL via station EA5CP direct, but QSLs will be sent automatically via the Bureau. Finally, it's to begin news. Hello, this is Chris, VK3QB, from Fist Down Under, the VK and ZL chapter of the International Morse Preservation Society. Fist Down Under still has approved funding for one or more reverse beacon networks. We'd really like to see something in VK2, VK5 or VK7. So if you think your club might be interested, please send us an email and we'll reach out to them. You can read more about the Reverse Beacon Network on our website. Just visit www.fdu.org.au and follow the links. 73. For more information, send an email to secretary at fdu.org.au. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FU Edingham. I'm Simon, VK4FSIH. The WIA National News can be heard in the Greater Gold Coast area on Sundays at 0900 hours on 146700 MHz. Grab your cup of coffee and take 30 minutes out to keep in touch and up to date with all that is happening with amateur radio, not only here in Australia, but worldwide too. So if you're in the Greater Gold Coast or going to be visiting the Gold Coast, be listening from 0900 hours, Sunday mornings to 146700 for the WIA National News. Broadcast monitoring shortwave and scanner news. 
RCI English section bids farewell. Canada's International Broadcast Service from the English language team of Radio Canada International has come to an end. RCI, originally the International Service, CBC-IS, was initially created towards the end of the Second World War. The purpose? To broadcast news and information from home via shortwave to Canadian military personnel fighting in Europe. It also began providing reliable news and information to recently liberated countries and to Germans still in the war. That reliable news and information was considered of great value during the subsequent Cold War years, as several more languages were added to the service. With 14 language sections in 1990 and some 200 staff, the full English and French newsroom provided news of interest and importance for each language section and specifically targeted to each of the various broadcast regions around the world. In December 2020, the domestic public broadcaster, CBC Radio Canada, announced that the English and French sections of RCI would close for good in May. That date has come. RCI has closed. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Bruce, VK3FFF. Hello from sunny Benico. ARDF, Snow's Radioactive Observation Trial. Townsville Amateur Radio Club is holding a kind of ARDF event in August. President Snow, VK4ME, is currently planning the 2021 Radioactive Observation Trial happening in the Townsville area from 11am Sunday the 1st of August. The starting point is definitely the club room's car park at West End. And the finish? Well, a fun for all the family sausage sizzle is planned for wherever the finishing point of the trial might be. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. The SpaceX SN15 flew, landed and failed to explode unlike its predecessors. Starship SN15 ascended through low-lying cloud cover, performed a nominal climb to 10 kilometres, then belly-flopped and finally completed a successful two-raptor soft landing. A small methane fire at the base of the vehicle was again visible after landing, possibly due to a thermal protection blanket coming loose and catching fire. But, unlike previous tests, the fire did not appear to be caused by structural damage. In further news from SpaceX, they have revealed the flight plan for the first orbital test launch of the company's huge stainless steel Starship rocket, a 90-minute around-the-world mission that will originate from South Texas and culminate with a controlled re-entry and splashdown in the Pacific Ocean near Hawaii. When fully assembled, this giant reusable rocket will stand nearly 120 metres tall, making the Starship stack the largest launcher ever built. 
The company expects the uncrewed demonstration mission to occur sometime this year, 2021, after June 20th. Worldwide Special Interest Group Military Portuguese Special Event Look for Special Event Station CR65PQ from Portugal, which has been on air all week, concluding today the 23rd. It is in celebration of the 65th anniversary of the Portuguese paratroopers. The Portuguese paratroopers are an elite infantry assault force representing the bulk of the airborne forces of Portugal. They were created in 1956 as a part of the Portuguese Air Force, being transferred to the Portuguese Army in 1993. QSL CR-65PQ via station CT-1EHX. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Youngsters on the Air. It's the Yota Contest. The first round of the Youngsters on the Air contest is on the wireless right now, the weekend of 22nd of May, from 0800 to 1959 UTC on bands 80 metres, 40 metres, 20 metres, 15 metres, 10 metres, CW and SSB. When you hear the youth, shout out and give them some points. The scoring of the contest is based on age, with younger operators being worth more points. I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F. Who listens to radio? That go where you go, medium called radio. VK2 on the 2021 social scene, VK3 Rosebud Radio Fest by Spark happens November 14. In VK6, it's Perth Tech, October 23. For the whole of VK, it's the WIA AGM, June 26. In VK5, the CERG Convention at Mount Gambier, June 12 and 13. And in VK2, also June 12 and 13, at the Warhope Showground, it's the Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club's Field Day. And in VK2, it's Mayhem at the Wyong Racecourse, May 30. OK, we've got Hammy back in his sty. He's so excited as it's only one week to go now until Mayhem at Wyong Racecourse with Foxham on Saturday the 29th and the big event itself on Sunday the 30th. And it's not just Hammy that's excited. We've all had to wait for the big Wyong show and I've heard lots of you will be coming with old treasures to sell in the undercover car boot sale area. And don't mention to the wife that you could be bringing some newer stuff back with you from Wyong. Some lucky buggers are going to win the raffle and with an Anytone 878, an Anytone D578UV Pro and an ICOM IC705 as the three main prizes, lots of people will be buying several of the $5 raffle tickets I think. If you don't win the raffle, there's 25 trader tables with new gear in air-conditioned comfort at the best prices to whet your appetite. With so many car boot sales spots, you'll need to go around a few times to make sure you don't miss that bargain. 
As always, Wyong will be well catered and is the absolute best place to meet up with mates, old and new. It's time to put the depressing last year behind you and come and celebrate all that is good in our hobby at Wyong. All the details you might need are on the web at ccarc.org.au slash mayhem. May the ham be with you in a week's time at Wyong Racecourse and the CCARC Mayhem. For the CCARC Mayhem, this was Ed, VK2JI. Thanks, Ed, and with that, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.